can I help you with? Um, I have a bit of a curly or an interesting question for you. Good. Uh, so I have a small cafe. Now, in said cafe, um, we do a positive quote every day, um, of which a small percentage of those positive quotes are, you know, a Bible verse or religiously based, but only a small percentage. Uh, we also play uh, Vision 180, which uh, is a Christian uh, youth station, um, sort of like a background uh, noise. Um, now, I've received quite a bit of backlash for, uh, uh, for both of this, uh, and I do believe that it could potentially be hampering my sales to a degree. Um, on the other hand, particularly around the Christian music uh, uh, item, um, obviously I really don't want to be playing mainstream music in my cafe because well, mainly the filth, I think, that is in a lot of the mainstream uh, uh, music industry, and I believe that it gives a bad... Uh, I guess, atmosphere in my cafe. So what do I do? When you say there's a lot of backlash, give me an idea of what do you mean? What do you mean by a lot of backlash? What does that look like? Well, like? I've just... I, so I've, I've had a fair few comments. I've had people sort of pull me aside and say, hey, we get you're a Christian, but we really, you know, I, I think you should, you know, slow down. On, you know, so for example, I was talking to a lady uh, who I know fairly well, uh, and she was basically uh, uh, saying to me, look, um, you know, I uh, you know I was in the I was in the shop and uh, a lot of people were bagging out and were you know and were you know uh, were putting you down and uh, and I do know that it does turn a lot of people off. Yeah, yeah. Well, my Bible says, "Woe to you if all men speak well of you." So I wouldn't worry about people bagging you out. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so here's my here's my thinking, right? One of my the reason why I ask you what kind of backlash it is is because we can tend to take three comments and make them really important, and 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 then in perspective, it's not that big, right? You know, if you've got fifty customers a day and one person a month complains, then then ninety nine percent of people didn't. So that's that's just something to keep in perspective and make sure we're not blowing out of the water what two people said twice, right? So that that that's a thing to consider. Having said that, um, I guess it, it, you know, I guess if you, you've got to work out what identity you want for your business, are you going for a Christian environment that's overt that, you know, it, and if that's the case, then of course you're doing it all right and you will lose, you will lose some patronage, but you will probably have more chance of speaking to the one-off vulnerable person that is hurting right now. Okay, so that's that, that's the trade-off yes. for you. If you're if you're wanting to build a business where you can just love on people um, and not be so overt, then of course you've got to play this stuff down. It doesn't mean you don't have any influence. See, see, what's interesting is you may find that if you were to take the Christian music out, for example more people would attend the cafe, which means you would build better relationships with regular customers, which means you might be able to have a greater influence in their life when they come to you and start telling you about the mess in their life. But because you put on Christian music, they were so put off they didn't even bother coming in. So it's, it's, a, it's a trade-off. And I think that's why I say it's an identity, because either one of those ways is fine. Um, you know, in, in terms of being, you know, ministry and outreach, either of those is fine. You can be overt and you will put a lot of people off, but, but it's very clear where you stand. Uh, you can be covert and you can build better relationships over the long term and still have some influence. I'll give an example. I obviously started my business coaching practice um, as a believer, but I didn't take a Bible to my meetings and I didn't, you know, preach to people and I, I just taught them business and helped them grow their business. 
And then on the side, they would occasionally see, you know, the crazy weird stuff that I would do with my family or, or church or something like that on social media. But there were plenty of times when I didn't preach at people, but their life fell apart and then they asked me for help. Um, and, and in that moment, because I had solved a problem for them and walked a journey with them and built trust with them, I was able to speak into their life. And in one particular case, this fellow fully gave his life to the Lord and became radically saved. Now, I don't know what would happen if I preached at him in my first meeting. I probably never would have got to walk that journey with him to build the trust to get, you know, for him to come to the Lord. So, so that's why I'm not bothered which way you choose. It's not, you know, I would be concerned if you were to say, I need to be playing Christian music to be a good Christian in business. I don't think that's the case at all. You get to decide the no, identity. No, no, that's definitely not the, like I said, the, the main, particularly the Christian music, the main reason why I want to put, so our, uh, our, our core belief is um, bringing abundance to people's lives. And I'm all about, you know, bringing a bit of positivity to people's lives, which is why we're doing the positive quotes every day. So the whole re- the reason I want to play the well the reason I want to play the Christian music is because in my opinion the uh, the secular music is definitely not positive it it brings in a bad atmosphere so I just you know in, in most cafes you know you want a bit of music as a you know background um, so I just want something that's positive you know music that's positive and, and life giving and in my opinion the the only one that really fits that bill that I can find at the moment is uh, is you know, I really like Visual 180, which is mainly music, it's, you know, it's positive, it's life-giving, where pretty much any other particularly secular mainstream music, it definitely doesn't fit those categories. But, but I do kind of think that there are a million songs out there that are non, you know, not Christian-labeled and, um, and certainly not worldly and horrible. So why don't you just, oh, why don't you, why don't yeah. you just jump on iTunes or something, make up a... You know, four hundred song playlist of music that is clean, and run yeah. it in the shop. That way, you get you get the best of both yeah. worlds. You get clean music, you get to please the customer, and everybody gets what they're wedded to. That that would be my way of finding the middle ground. It would be yeah. just go and create your own. No, obviously not five songs because that's really annoying for your regulars. Yeah. So go and go and build a big playlist uh, and so forth. Now this time of year is easy. This time of year is really easy because. Like, I don't know if you've been to any of the shops. You, you, there's only two, yeah, there's only two CDs yeah, that get played this year. Right? Yeah. There's either Michael Bubble or Justin Bieber, right? And very occasionally, a little bit of the old Mariah, who's probably on both of their albums anyway. So, yeah. so it's easy this time of year, right? But <clears throat> all jokes aside, just go and make up your own playlist and start playing it, right? And if you really want to, maybe maybe the quotes, the, the scripture quotes, maybe do less of them, but add in some other positive quotes. Just filter them through a little bit less. Um, Which, so that uh, I, I actually have been doing, like, uh, like of all my positive quotes, literally only about 10% of them are, we could call it religiously based. A majority of them are actually quotes from, you know, from famous people like Oprah, Oprah Winfrey and, you know, Mark Twain, I think I've got one from him. Uh, I've been dealing with this from Charles Spurgeon, which, you know, aren't religiously based, but he, he said some amazing quotes. So, yeah. Yeah, so you're, yeah, so that's fine. You, you, you're doing it right. I mean, you, you know, I don't think anybody's offended by a quote that has a scripture and verse on it. They might be offended oh, by you Oh, you'd be surprised. You'd be surprised. Yeah. <laughs> if you're doing it every day and pushing it in front of them, like if you, you know, if you had quote cards on the table, you know, on, on the top of the menus and stuff like that, then you would probably lose. Having said that, In-N-Out Burger, which is one of the biggest burger chains in America, they put scripture and verse on every bit of product. So it can be done. It can be done. Mm. 
Yeah, it's more so just for this. I'm, I'm aware you are right. There only are only a few comments that I've heard, but I am familiar that generally, if one person's willing to speak it, then how many are sort of thinking it? You know, you know how many are, you know how many are actually getting totally. in the way that I'll totally, totally, that, totally, uh, that, totally. That that's why if I was in your position, I would, I would personally tame down the music. I would. That's what I would yes. do. Yeah. Because I want the relationships over the long haul rather than just play the music I want to play. That's me. Yeah. Yeah. All right, mate. I want to send you a book because it's Christmas and I like giving. So I'm going to read you some uh, and then you're going to pick it and then we are going to send it out. We have uh, The Trillion Dollar Coach, which is like uh, Tech World. We've got Seth Godin's This Is Marketing, Mark Bilton's Monday Matters, Simon Sinek with Start With Why, Shoe Dog, Nike Story, Malcolm Gladwell with Outliers, Christine Kane, Michael Hyatt, and me. Uh, well, I've already got your book, and I've already got the Monday Matters, and I think the 90-minute one. Uh, so the, the Trillion Dollar Coach definitely sounds interesting. Uh, there's another one you said that sounds very interesting. Um, uh, where is in the middle there? Shoe Dog? Yes, yeah, well, yeah, shoot on 90, yeah, what's that one about? That's the Nike story. Oh, okay, uh, yeah, that, that would probably be very interesting, actually. It's a phenomenal book, got- right until the very end. It's got a massive cliffhanger at the end. Uh, and I won't tell you what it is for spoiler alert, but it has got a massive cliffhanger that you never saw coming. Bless you, buddy. Have a great Christmas. Did you know that this show goes onto Facebook, it goes onto YouTube, it goes onto Instagram, it goes onto iTunes, and it goes onto LinkedIn? Do me a favor, would you? Tell more people about the show so that I can spread the message. Love you. See ya.